coming to you from the Deep South. This is the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast. High impact leadership is not reserved for leaders, and it has nothing to do with your position, title, or rank. However, it does have everything to do with your character. It's time to climb to the next level and beyond, personally and professionally. Now, let's start making it happen with your host, Max Story. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to take a few moments and give you a preview of what you're about to hear and also direct you to some other series that I already have uh, completed on my podcast. So you're about to listen to Blue Collar Kaizen leading lean and lean teams. You're listening to a 30-part series on that. Today's episode is just one of 30. Uh, It's specific to lean leaders, lean managers, anyone who's leading teams of people through process improvement and continuous improvement projects, Six Sigma, those kind of things. It's not about the tools and the methods and all that. It's about how to lead teams of people. So any leader, anybody at any level can get value from this. I just want you to know that's what this series is about. It's about that specific book. So hope you enjoy it. But but I have some other series that may interest you if this series does not. Got a lot of episodes already out there. But I have a book called Blue Collar Leadership, Leading from the Front Lines. It's all about how to become a high-impact individual, how to become an empl- a sought-after employee of choice, uh, an employee that people want to hire and want to promote. That series, there's a 30-part series, starts at episode 65. I have another series on my book, Blue Collar Leadership and Supervision, Unleash Your Team's Potential. That book is for, for leaders, formal authority leaders who want to learn how to uh, effectively lead people. That series, 30-part series, starts at episode 111. I have another series. It's an 11-part series on my book, 10 Foundational Elements of Intentional Transformation, How to Become Your Best Self. That series starts at episode 158. I have another series on my blue-collar leadership and culture, the five components for building high-performance teams. That book is really for the top leader, and it's how, how you... How do you become the sought-after employer of choice? It's a 30-part series. It begins at episode 179. My wife, Rhea, and I, this year in 2021, the theme for for my podcast this year was all about change. That's why I'm doing this series on Blue Collar Kaizen, Leading Lean and Lean Teams, because it's all about leading teams through change. But we have a a 15-part series we, we recorded together on our book, Change Happens, Leading Yourself and Others Through Change. That series starts at episode 211. And then this Blue Collar Kaizen Leading Lean and Lean Team series, the one you're about to listen to, a one of the uh, episodes of, it started at episode 230 and will be a 30-part series. So it's going to take a little while to finish it. hope you find value in some of these series. Let's get to today's podcast. All right, we made it up to the halfway point today. We're on part 15 of 30. And the title of this uh, chapter is Waste Doesn't Motivate. Subtitle is Eliminating Frustration Gets Everyone Motivated. But what I'm talking about in this chapter, again, I'm talking to the lean leaders, 
if you're a lean leader, you know all about the waste. You know, that's that's the main thing that lean people talk about is eliminating waste. I mean, that's that's what everything is based on. But I'm telling you, when, you may be gung-ho about it. I'm gung-ho about eliminating waste. I understand it. I like it. I have fun doing it. But not everybody's motivated by eliminating waste. But I'm telling you what, everybody, everybody gets motivated when you start talking about eliminating frustrations. There, there ain't nobody at work who wants to, to keep everything in place that's causing them to be frustrated. So what I'm telling you, as a lean leader, you, you still can focus on the waste. But when you start out, don't start talking about the waste. Start out talking about eliminating frustration because everyone will buy into that. They'll buy into it quickly. So we're going to talk about that a little bit today. But to start off with, I'm going to share another quote from Bob Chapman. I talked to you about him in a couple of different episodes. I've shared a couple of quotes with him a couple of times from him during this series. Again, Bob Chapman, CEO of Barry Waymiller. And uh, he's living it at the CEO level of a $3 billion industrial company. This is what he says about lean. He says, lean is not really about waste elimination. It's about frustration elimination. Removing obstacles that stand in the way of people being their best that prevent us from having a joyful and meaningful experience. It's not about telling. It's about listening. It's about blending unique knowledge with collective wisdom. When we allow people and their teams to own the process, they can create better outcomes than any senior executive or group of consultants. And those were Bob's words. And I mean, that's, that's this. He wrote a book called Every, Everybody Matters. And that's actually where I first heard of this. I heard him talking about uh, we need to focus on eliminating frustration. Stop worrying about talking about the waste. And, and I'm thinking, how come I never thought about that? But, but the moment I read it, I've been talking about it ever, ever since then. It's why I'm teaching it to you in this book. It's why I'm teaching it today on this podcast episode. Because a lot of people haven't thought about it, just like I hadn't thought about it. But if you want to accelerate buy-in as a lean leader, anybody, anytime leading change, stop talking about eliminating waste. And start talking about eliminating frustration. When it comes to influence, words matter. So the, the sooner you get buy-in, the sooner you can leverage the knowledge, skills, and abilities of those who can help you move the organization forward. And then you can talk about the waste. I mean, once you talk about eliminating frustrations, you get everybody bought into eliminating frustrations, then you can help them see how identifying the waste eliminates frustrations. But if you ain't talked about eliminating frustrations, you're just talking about eliminating waste. And there's like, why are we doing that? Why does it matter? I don't care. You care, but I don't. As soon as you start talking about frustrations and then you identify the wastes and tie the waste to the frustration, and you do that through illustration, help them see how the waste are contributing to the frustrations. Then they'll, they'll be all interested in getting rid of the waste, but not because they're waste, but because they're going to eliminate frustration. So I think you probably understand that. If you're not a lean leader, not familiar with lean, I'll just tell you right quick what those wastes are. I use a, 
acronym downtime to help people understand them. But the way these wastes are in all processes and each one of the letters in downtime, you know, helps you remember the name of a waste, but you got defects, overproduction, waiting, non-utilized people, transportation, inventory, motion, extra processes. And all those can be broken down, you know, into subcomponents. but those are the eight wastes. Those wastes are in all processes and they're costing you time and money. But until people understand that they're also causing frustration, most of the time people could care less about eliminating waste. But that is the goal of lean is to eliminate those wastes. Then there's a lot of tools that help you specifically eliminate those wastes in certain processes, such as changeover or, or uh, you know, when you're doing a machine setup changeover type deal, or you run in production, ways to, to eliminate the waste to improve production. So I ain't getting into all that stuff, but I just wanted to share when I'm talking about the waste, if you're not familiar with it, you don't, you don't really have a clue what I'm really talking about. So I wanted to describe that to you a little bit. And just to also tell you the, the traditional people in the lean world say overproduction is the worst waste. And I don't mind disagreeing with a whole lot of people. Because I believe in continuous improvement. And I think non-utilized people is the worst waste. And the reason is not using people's mental abilities. I ain't talking about physical abilities. I'm talking about non-utilized people's mental abilities. Not utilizing people's mental abilities is the reason we have all the other wastes. It's also the reason we don't have leadership development, personal growth in organizations from top to bottom. So when you hear me talk about the waste, I ain't going to do what most people in the lean world do is talk about overproduction being the worst waste. I'm going to talk about non-utilized people being the worst waste. And I don't mind going against the grain. And I think everybody else is, is uh, missing a key point there, but that's between them and them and what I do is between me and me. But I just want to share that with you, give you a little bit of background on uh, about the wastes. But if you want to communicate, to your team, talk about eliminating waste. If you want to connect with your team, talk about eliminating frustrations. But again, the sooner you get buy-in, the sooner you can leverage the knowledge, skills, and abilities of those who can help you move the organization forward. As a leader, especially a lean leader, that's your mission. You got to get buy-in because you need the knowledge and skills and abilities of other people. Every leader needs that, but especially a lean leader, and especially if you've only got five days to do it, you got to make some stuff happen. So this is just a tip. This entire chapter is a tip to help you reframe how you get buy-in the fastest. Don't start out talking about waste. Start out talking about frustrations. Can't say it enough. But few people wake up on Monday morning excited to join a Kaizen event to eliminate waste. If somebody says, what are we going to do in that event? Oh, we're going to eliminate waste. That, that, <laughs> don't too many people get excited about that. But when, when, when they hear we're going to be getting rid of frustrations, a lot of people get excited about that if they believe you. So many people easily get excited about getting rid of their frustrations. And they naturally buy in. You don't have to work to get somebody to buy into eliminating frustrations. Words matter. Transparency matters. Integrity matters. Declaring your intent. We talked about it before. It matters. And that's actually an example of declaring your intent. 
my intent is to help eliminate frustrations. And we may do that, or we're going to do that through the elimination of waste. But my intent, everything I'm going to talk to you about this week, and I'm pretending, you know, I'm the lean leader on Monday morning. Everything I'm going to talk to you about and teach you about, everything we're going to do this week, the intention is to eliminate frustration. That's not hard to get people to buy into. Start there and then move into everything else as a way to facilitate that happening. Eliminating frustrations, roadblocks, and problems in everyday work is something everyone can relate to, something everyone can buy into, something everyone will support. But your words and your vision are powerful tools of influence. So I want to share something with you. Imagine, imagine you're on my Kaizen team next Monday morning as we start to tackle another area that's been targeted for improvement. Imagine, imagine you are the operator from the targeted area. Imagine you know very little about lean. Imagine you've heard a lot of negative talk about lean and maybe even me since I'm the one leading lean. Imagine you don't know what to expect. I want to illustrate the power of words, the power words have on your ability to influence and create buy-in quickly using two different yet very simple and impactful scenarios. So here, here are the scenarios. Scenario one, everyone's assembled for an 8 a.m. kickoff. At 8, a, at 8 a.m. Monday morning, we ready to go. I walk to the front of the room and I say, I'm ready to eliminate waste this week. I hope you are too. Lean is about systematically identifying and eliminating waste in any process. So waste elimination will be our primary focus. I'll teach you how, then we'll go make it happen. So let's get started, team. So that's just one little example of how I might walk up, kind of kick off the event. And it's kind of similar to how I used to do it before I knew better. So let's look at scenario two. Or I could do it this way. Everyone's assembled for an 8 a.m. kickoff. At 8 a.m. Monday morning, I walk up to the front of the room. Instead of saying something, I ask something. This is what I do. I say, or I ask, have any of you ever been frustrated while at work? I'd like to hear about it. And then I give everyone a chance to actually share some of their frustrations. And I'm telling you, people will gladly share their frustrations. They don't have to be prepared for it. They already know their frustrations. All they got to do is be given a floor and they'll start, they'll back the truck up and dump it on you. And then, then I'll continue. Kaizen is about coming together as a team to identify and eliminate your frustrations in an effort to make your work experience better. If you want an opportunity to eliminate frustrations, you're in the right place. Who thinks eliminating frustrations will make your job and your life better. So you heard scenario one, you heard scenario two. Based only on these two very brief but different opening statements, which one would get your attention the most? Which would create a feeling of hope? Which would you be more likely to mention to your family after work? Meaning you're fired up about it. You're going to be talking about it when you get home. Which scenario would encourage you to buy in? Which would engage your mind? Which would cause you to start thinking about things that need to change? 
and which would make you feel most involved? The answer to all these questions is obviously scenario two, where I was talking about frustration. Both of those little scenarios, they're about the same amount of time, same amount of content, I should say. You know, just, just a few sentences. But words matter. They matter a lot. And the way, the way you approach your team, whether it's a lean team or any other kind of team, a Kaizen event team, a production team, a leadership team, it doesn't make any difference. Words matter. So think about it. High-impact lean leaders have people who volunteer to follow them. Why do they follow them? Because they trust them. They're motivated and inspired by them. High-impact lean leaders cast a vision, gain buy-in, and have followers who will help them execute the mission. That's what high-impact lead leaders do. They make it happen because of who they are, how they operate. I'm tell you what, I'm going to wrap up. This is my favorite quote from Thomas Edison. I love this quote. It, it's, there, there's so much in this little quote. There's only five words in this quote, but man, it's powerful. I'm going to leave you with this thought. Vision without execution is hallucination. Thomas Edison. I'm going to tell you, if I was a leader of an organization, I'd have that on the wall in my company. I'd have it on the wall in my office. I'd have it wherever the staff, wherever I meet with my staff, I'd have that on the wall. Vision without execution is hallucination. Because I'm telling you, I've been in a, in a lot of uh, conference rooms with leaders. They got all kind of vision. But they, most often, they don't have a whole lot of execution. In other words, they hallucinate. They're wasting time. A lot of time, it was my time they was wasting. And I'm talking about, you know, over 30-plus year career. And it ain't just in the offices. I've been out on the shop floor, and I've heard, you know, frontline level, level leaders. They got all kind of vision, but they don't have any execution. Two different skill sets to put those together. Vision plus execution. Vision plus execution equals transformation. Vision without execution, as Thomas Edison says, equals hallucination. Talk to you next time. Make it happen or someone else will. It might as well be you. Are you serious about taking your career and your life to the next level and beyond? Check out Max Story's Blue Collar Leadership Series books and others, now available on audio, along with paperback and ebooks at Amazon, iTunes, and Audible. Please visit bluecollarleadership.com to learn about Max books, programs, special offers, certifications, and more. Thank you for listening to the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast.